Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the second book of Kings. Naaman, the army commander of the king of Aram, was highly esteemed and respected by his master. For through him the Lord had brought victory to Aram. But valiant as he was, the man was a leper. Now the Arameans had captured in a raid on the land of Israel a little girl who became the servant of Naaman's wife. If only my master would represent himself to the prophet in Samaria, she said to her mistress, he would cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went and told his lord just what the slave girl from the land of Israel had said. Go, said the king of Aram. I will send along a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman set out, taking along ten silver talents, six thousand gold pieces, and ten festal garments. To the king of Israel he brought the letter which read, With this letter I am sending my servant Naaman to you, that you may cure him of his leprosy. When he read the letter, the king of Israel tore his garments and exclaimed, Am I a god with power over life and death, that this man should send someone to me to be cured of leprosy? Take note, you can see he's only looking for a quarrel with me. When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his garments, he sent word to the king, Why have you torn your garments? Let him come to me and find out that there is a prophet in Israel. Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. The prophet sent him the message, Go and wash seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will heal, and you will be clean. But Naaman went away angry, saying, I thought he would surely come out and stand there to invoke the Lord his God and would move his hand over the spot and thus cure the leprosy. Are not the rivers of Damascus, the Abana, and the Farfar better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be cleansed? With this he turned about in anger and left. But his servants came up and reasoned with him. My father, they said, if the prophet had told you to do something extraordinary, would you not have done it? All the more now, since he said to you, wash and be clean, should you do as he said. So Naaman went down and plunged into the Jordan seven times at the word of the man of God. His flesh became again like the flesh of a little child and he was clean. He returned with his whole retinue to the man of God. On his arrival, he stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the people in the synagogue at Nazareth, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow in Zarephath, in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha, the prophet. Yet not one of them was cleansed, but only Naaman, the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built to hurl him down headlong. But he passed through the midst of them and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. The wise man must not boast of his wisdom, nor the strong man of his strength, nor the rich man 
of his riches. St. Basil the Great then asks, what is the right kind of boasting? What is the source of man's greatness? Scripture states, the man who boasts must boast of this, that he knows and understands that I am the Lord. Here is man's greatness. Here is man's glory and majesty to know in truth what is great. It's interesting how God can check our egos by using the weak to confound the strong. Naaman, in the first reading from 2 Kings, was the highly respected army commander up in Syria. But valiant as he was, the man was a leper. A little Israeli slave girl convinced him to go visit the prophet Elisha in Samaria. Now, why would a powerful man, most likely with a huge ego, take advice from some lowly slave girl? Well, perhaps Naaman was on his way to wisdom. Perhaps he was starting to understand what humility is, what faith is, what it means to trust God. Elisha told Naaman to go bathe in the Jordan River. And what happened? Naaman's ego took over. He got mad. I came all the way down here for this. But something was happening within Naaman. The strong man was listening to the weak. He then followed the wise advice of his lowly, ordinary servants, washed in a very ordinary river, and was healed. His skin became like that of a little child. Christ cited this story in the synagogue in his hometown. He told the people in Nazareth to check their egos at the door and wise up, because foreigners like Naaman would be saved before they would. Now, the fine folks in Nazareth, many if not most of whom were related to Christ, did not want to hear that. In spite of all the miraculous stories they had been hearing, to them Christ was still the lowly, ordinary laborer who grew up in their village. Why should they have then listen to him? It was not as if he were a great, powerful king that lived in a huge palace. He was a local carpenter. And if he were going to perform miracles, should he have not performed some in his own hometown? If not, who, who was he to be giving lectures? After asking themselves those questions, the good people in Nazareth decided to take action and throw Christ off the cliff. Someone wrote that what instead we need to do, instead of throwing Christ off, we need to throw off the cliff our egos, humbly recognizing that we are sinners. We go wash in a very ordinary confessional where we throw our self-absorption, our pride and self-righteousness off the cliff of Calvary. And then a miracle takes place and we come out of the confessional clean and healed. Our souls, once again, like that of a little child. And so, let us boast in the Lord and Him alone. There is our greatness, there is our glory and our majesty to know in truth what is great. <laughs>